So what about manifestation? Welcome to Tools to Create a Better Life with myself, Lynn Hughes. And I have been doing podcasts, I think this is my third podcast, of things that I, that I know for sure, things that are true for me. This is not a show so that you change your way. You get to look at things for you. This is what these shows are about, really to invite you to look at what's true for you. And if you're watching the video, and even if you're listening to the audio, you might hear them, these are the Minnehaha Falls in Minneapolis. And yeah, we're seeing all sorts of cool things on our adventures. Uh, you can follow along the adventures, adventures on uh, basically my Facebook page, my personal one. Uh, sometimes I put things on the business one or my Instagram. I have the links, news, I also have to create a better life. Come and play. So, what about manifestation? You've probably heard me if you've been around. You've heard me talk for years about changing the word manifestation to the word actualize uh, based on the, the, the meaning of the word. If you were to look up the definition. Now, I have to say for myself personally, I do love the energy of the word manifestation. I really love that. And I've even had programs over the years that I've used the word manifestation. I have one that has been, I think I've had it for a few years now, called Manifest Your Money Goal Toolkit. So there's a whole bunch of different products and ways to assist you to manifest your money goal. And I love the word. So for me, I'm actually going back to that word. I will still use the word actualize. I get the energy of that also. I love the word manifest. Now, I want to talk about that for a moment. So a lot of times with manifest or manifestation, what people are doing is something that we call magical thinking. And that is not what I'm talking about when I talk about manifestation. And it's really, to me, important to recognize that manifestation is, to me, it's a, a couple things. It's choosing, it's taking action, it's acknowledging what is, and if, if you're, if that sounds interesting to you, you might want to listen to the show about, gosh, what is it titled? I don't recall. It was last week that I did it. Uh, we'll put a link to it above or below so that you can check it out, where I talk, oh, it's about choice. That's what it is. It's about choice, and it'll assist you more with that. But from the energy of manifestation, it really is this space of, of all the things. It's not the, I'm going to sit on the couch and ask for money and it's going to show up. Now, some people may be able to do that. That's awesome. But for the rest of us, there's action that's involved. And for the, those of people like myself, I can actually, you know, wake up to money in my bank account. And there was action to take to create that. I had to create the things to sell. I had to, you know, create some sort of a, you know, in a sense of presence so that people could see my stuff and get on, say, my email list or see me on social media, all of the things. It's like, so yes, we could say we could make money while we sleep, but also there was action involved. So when you, when you, when you look at manifest or actualization or whatever you want to call it, doesn't matter, you want to look at it from, from what it actually takes. So no more of the magical thinking, no more of the, I'm just going to, you know, say these, whatever, these affirmations, or I'm just going to run these clearings, I'm just going to do this thing, or I'm just going to, you know, sit on my couch. No, stop it. Now what? What's required? What is the action that's required? Yeah. Yeah. So often when we hear people say, oh, I manifested, you know, a red sports car. This is my example for years, this red sports car. I don't have a desire for a red sports car, but anyway, I've talked 
about it for years. I'm going to manifest a red sports car, and then they have a red sports car. It often is this idea that, wow, they, they, they asked for it, they sat on the couch and thought about it, and that's how it showed up. And yet, if, if you were to ask those people, what was actually required? Probably some steps, probably, definitely some action. Now, maybe it just took them going to the car dealer and, and checking it out, or the bank to get a loan, or whatever it is. There was still action. And so, this magical thinking is where I see so many of us, as I've done it myself time and time again, of really putting my energy into the, the idea that it will show up without me doing anything. And that's how I prove I'm magical. No, guys, no, please stop that. Please stop that. You be magic. You don't need to prove it at all. You just be it. Now, if you'd like to manifest something, then what's required? What are the steps? And a mix of that is also with, with being truthful of what is. You know, and again, I'm going to revert, I'm going to refer you to my radio show that I did last week about choice because I talk in there about acknowledging what is because it's really easy to say, oh, you just, you know, you just ask for more, more money and then you, you know, you think about more money and then more money shows up. No. For many, many, many people on the planet, that's not it. So there is a level of honesty of what is and what's required. And I'm not saying that they can't have money. That's not what I'm saying at all. That there may be just the, the honoring of what is, the acknowledgement of what is, and looking at what other choices might be required for them to manifest what they're asking for. And so when you're watching social media and you're, you're maybe watching people talk about what they manifested and how, how easy it was and how magical it was, really, really get present with that for yourself and check in how much you might be adding a story to that or how much they've added a story to it. I know, right? We don't really, we, we want to, we want to believe that people can sit and, you know, wish for a, a red sports car and have it show up in their driveway, that's a really, that's a really cool idea. And yet, what is required, and I'll tell you what, you're going to get so much more of what you're asking for when you get real with what is, when you get present with what is, and when you look at what's actually required for you to, to, to actualize that. For me, Hubby and I, I was going to say Rodney, oh my gosh, his real name. So Hubby, Rodney, and I here are in, you know, the USA, uh, we're both Canadians, Rodney is also British. Uh, so we can actually get into the U.S. very easily. It took three minutes at the border. They had a couple questions. Did we have fruit with us? Uh, I don't even know what else they asked, but it was very basic. So for us coming here... To, uh, to hang out for three months. That was total ease for us. That's not the way it is for everybody. So this is what I talk about when I talk about acknowledging what is. You know, there's countries that maybe can't even get into the U.S. I don't have enough information about this. I'm just guessing. There's countries that would require visas or vice versa. Coming to, you know, going to Canada, since I'm not there now, um, for, for a lot of people. There's a lot of things. So let's acknowledge what is. Let's ask for what we would like. Let's look at what the the choices are that are required to actualize that, to manifest that, yeah, yeah. And it all brings me back to acknowledging what is for you, really getting present with what is for you, what is true for you. 
there's been a lot of people in my classes over the years when I talked about the words manifest and start using actualize, they would say, hey, you know what? I really like the word manifest. And I'm so grateful that people were willing and are willing and I'm willing to really look at what is for ourselves. And I mean, this can relate to anything, honestly. This doesn't have to be just about a word. This can be so many different areas of our life and our living that we're pretending or we're trying to do it a certain way or we're trying to do it the right way. Oh my gosh, let's get over that. Then sweet friends, let's get back into this space of like, what is our way? What actually works for us? What is true for us? You know, as I said, the word manifest has such yummy energies to me. I never really stopped using it. And I did a little bit. So now for me, that's, that's, that's a, you know, something I'm aware of now for me. So what might that be for you? And it may not be words. It might be things you choose or whatever it is. But just, just start with what is true for you? What is, what is your space of what you know to be true? And how can you be that on the planet? Because as I've been putting these shows out there, I've got so much feedback about how many people are just so grateful for, you know, me me sharing what is true for me. Not from the place of now they know what's true for them, but it gets them looking at it. Or they've already knew it, but maybe they weren't really putting words to it. They weren't articulating it. And now they've got that more space to do that. So it's a different space of being, so really, it's, it's truly being us, it's truly being us, knowing what is true for us, without the idea that somebody or something knows more than us, knows better than us, has more awareness of us for us. Some people have more information in certain areas, of course, I would never pretend to be a doctor, that would be ridiculous. So they have more information, but they don't know my body more than I know my body. Right? And so if you look at that, look at maybe over the years, if you have examples in your life of where you've given up your power, where you've handed over what you knew because of whatever. Somebody knew better, somebody said they knew better, uh, you put somebody on a pedestal, that's a big one for so many of us. You know, we, somebody does have more information, so instead of just going, wow, they have more information, cool, we go, wow, they have more information, they must know everything. They must be brilliant. They must blah, blah, blah instead of like, okay, they have more information. What do I know here? What's true for me here? And the thing that I know for sure, and this is kind of funny, is the the older I get, and I don't mean that as derogatory, I just mean the older I get, the more that I know that what I know for me doesn't have to fit for anybody else. It doesn't have to make sense for anybody else. There would have been a time, I mean, that I would have never even been willing to have that conversation or awareness with myself, I've been so focused on what I actually, what other people needed or wanted or believed and what was true for them, rather than, hey, what is it for me? What do I know for me with that? It's a totally different space. Yeah, so have a great week, sick friends. I look forward to chatting again next week.